You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, yet are far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet also who present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. Children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 30-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receives the benefit of the information you receive, as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary for you to provide parental permission for them to receive it. Getting permission is as simple as registering your child at susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's susiemiller.com forward slash registered kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child, and your child will remain on the list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 642 children who are receiving this energy work. For those of you who listen to Pure Presence on Blog Talk Radio, please join us here on the Awakening Zone. The Awakening Zone is an easy-to-navigate experience, and you don't have to sign up. There's a great live chat room where you can share your experience, experiences and ask your questions. Also, just a reminder, please visit the Awakening Zone Academy, where you'll find three great classes on offer. Now for today's topic. So, um, interesting energy right now, and um, interesting energy in general and interesting in how the children are um, reacting, responding um, to this energy. So one of the things that I've noticed um, over this last month is what I would call it, um, I would call it like this deep integrative energy 
Um, and I, I see it as an energy that is kind of intertwining itself within the psychology, physiology, and neurology. When I look at it closer, that energy that is kind of making its way into our neurology, psychology, and physiology is really the energy of our divinity, the energy of our our source. It's our it's our remembrance, if you will, of who we really are. But it's not it's not weaving in like some from um, it's not weaving in from some outside source, if you will. It's it's our own who we really are. It's our own divinity that is weaving in through and around our neurology, psychology, and physiology to kind of create a realization within each and every one of us about, you know, who we really are, how we how we can um, be supportive from that vantage point for the greater good of the human condition, um, for humanity. So, you know, that explanation can sound a little bit more like the beginning of a conversation for pure presence aligning to self than it can about pure presence all about the kids. But, of course, there's no separation between the children anymore and who they really are and who we really are. There's such a there's such an entanglement. There's such an interwoven um, energy around what the collective consciousness of the children is actually bringing in support of this uh, weaving through the neurology, psychology, and physiology of who we all really are. And and our ability to be that, our ability to to reference ourselves from that um, yeah from that point of view, if you will. So one of the things that I've noticed during a lot of private sessions as of late, um, and when I'm connecting with the collective consciousness of the children. Um, specifically within certification processes and things like that, is that the children right now seem to be really reacting, with mm, reacting, I guess is the best way to say it, in their physiology, psychology, and neurology to the changes that are being made within ours. So if you can imagine that this energy is, intertwining with us, the, the truth, if you will, of who we really are, the the vastness of our being, the divinity, any of those words that you like, um, that are really becoming a reality through our physiology, psychology, and neurology. The children are, in some ways, responding to what's taking place within us as that happens. So anytime we change at such a foundational level, anytime the the truth of who we are begins to be upgraded to such an extent that we literally begin to notice it through our physiology, psychology, and neurology, it's going to create 
um, that level of change, it's going to create stressors. It's going to create anxiety. It's going to create um, a curiosity and a wondering. And depending on what our pattern of um, what our belief system has been up until this point, you know, is you know that 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 general belief, you know, is all that is really working on our behalf. Is it really working toward our own growth and the growth of humanity, or is it somehow working against it? And regardless, you know, depending on which belief system has been kind of foundational to your experience up until this point, it may be that you view this level of change um, as maybe um, a threat or a concern um, versus seeing it as really kind of, again, the entanglement, the twisting, the moving, the, the generating of new energy and new awareness for your next body of work, for your next... Um, for the next steps that you'll take, um, whatever those are. And so what I'm noticing with the children is that on the one hand, um, some of them have been very beautiful reflectors of, wow, things are changing, and, and that change is exciting, and it's wonderful, and it's deep, and it's profound, and it's real, and and lives may not look the same as they look now, even six months from now, even three months from now. The children are picking up again on that energy. They're always these beautifully refined and defined mirrors. And so in some cases, the children are reflecting um, that back because that is what's there to reflect that. In other cases, you know, there's, you know, the fear, worry, and concern that shows up when any time significant change is going on. And we can take this this example not just within our private lives because many of us are watching our lives change in all kinds of, you know, interesting and profound ways. But if we, you know, we only have to turn on the evening news to know that this level of change is impacting the collective collective humanity's neurology, psychology, and physiology. It's all kind of it's all kind of up in the air um, right now on so many different levels. And so the children are also reflecting back the level of chaos, if you will, that naturally occurs when this level of divinity is really being anchored into physiology, psychology, and neurology and all the things that come up because of it. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So the other thing that I keep um, the children have been talking about as of late and reflecting or showing is that Again, any time this level of change takes place 
And we really begin, I mean, we get so amazingly close. We are so amazingly close to to truly awakening to the truth of who we are. And I'm not talking about in little incremental steps. I'm I'm talking about an awakening to the realization that this physical experience, um, although very convincing, is is the just the tip of the iceberg. And as we get much closer to that, the children are also reflecting back that that the negativity, the the heaviness, the density, the conditioning of the mind, the conditioning of the emotions, even the conditioning of the physiology is kind of also all rising to the surface. So regardless of whether the children are reflecting back to you as an individual, um, the the bigger truth of who you really are, or whether they're reflecting back to you the fear that is arising as the bigger truth of who you really are kind of gets entangled with your physical experience. They're, they're simply attempting to remind us to pay attention to, to the truth of who we are to pay attention, to put our focus and our awareness on, on the, the growth that is happening for us as individuals and as a humanity versus all the debris, all of the um, noise that comes out of a transformation like that. They, they keep reflecting back just how, like I say, amazingly close we are to this level of awareness and and I don't want to it creates chaos you know there's no way around it um, when that many people begin to reevaluate their limitations and begin to function from a place of security in their own awareness of self, security in the truth of who we are, security in the truth that this outer landscape, this physical experience is, although real as far as the way it plays out, for our benefit, illusionary um, in its um, illusionary in its expression. It's it's illusionary in the sense that once we see it, once we see the truth of who we are, we begin to see the outer landscape in a very different reality or from a very different perspective. When we begin to see that very different perspective and we begin to trust the truth of who we are 
there is a there is a fluidity, there is a movement that allows this energy, this divinity, if you will, to entangle even deeper with the neurology, psychology, and physiology. <clears throat> the more that happens, the more we're relying on the truth of who we are, the more the collective frequency of humanity increases or enhances or evolves, the more that takes place, of course, the more these children who are functioning at a higher frequency anyway, (coughs) not necessarily a better frequency, but a higher frequency, can actually be present in this reality. And so... On the one hand, our our physiology, psychology, and neurology are going through significant changes as those aspects of us are enhanced by our divinity. And as that takes place, the children kind of functioning from that place of their divinity find it much easier to function through those more physical aspects of self. And so there is a, there's not only an entanglement happening between our own divinity and our physical experience, but there's also an entanglement happening between the collective consciousness of the children and humanity's consciousness, the individual consciousness of a child and their family's consciousness. It's all beginning to weave together in ways that um, actually required an awful lot of preparation. But we're getting to this stage now where, where this entanglement is really able to happen. And exciting, yes, and also just a great reminder that as you're as your stressors are coming up, as your anxiety is coming up, as, you know, it's simply asking you, you know, what truth you choose at this point. You know, do do you choose the truth of change because change is leading you to a broader expression of yourself, a broader awareness of yourself, or is change, or is the old limitation of our patterning causing us to view change as something that is dragging us into something worse than what we've experienced up to this point, you know? So from the children's vantage point, you know, it's obvious what they would prefer that you chose, but again, they can't influence what you choose, but they can surely support that choice by showing up for you (coughs) in ways that they may not have shown up for you before. Um, offering you insights, awarenesses, levels of connection that 
as you make that that choice to choose change as a demonstration of your own divinity kind of guiding the show. As you do that, they they demonstrate through connections, not necessarily verbal connections, but through connections to let you know that that might be a really powerful direction or focus to have during this movement. So the other thing that I'm seeing that has fascinated me, it's it's not yet happening in mass, um, but it is enough of a enough of a focal point for right now that I'm very curious about how the children are experiencing this. What I'm noticing is that you know, the children have their own veils of separation. We have the veil of separation between our humanity and our divinity. And and the children also have a veil of separation between their humanity and their divinity. It's just that we happen to be a little bit more on the human side of the fence and and attempting to remember that we are also divine and the children have a tendency to be more on the divine side of the fence attempting to remember that they are also having a human experience so so what is interesting to me is that a few of the children that I've noticed lately through private sessions have been pulling back the veil from their between their humanity and their divinity. It's like, it's almost as if they're pulling back the veil of the last remnants of separation um, within their experience of their divinity. So if, if let's, let's imagine this, if humanity was on one side of the fence and divinity was on the other side of the fence, and within humanity, there were multiple layers of reality and experience. And within divinity, there are multiple layers and realities of experience. In some cases, the children seem to be pulling back the last remnant or the last veil of separation within their divinity. So within their experience of their divinity, they are... Um, I don't know the best way to the words are really getting mucked up at this point, but within the 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 experience of their divinity, it's like there is now a wholeness. There is a there are no incremental separations, if you will, for some of these children within the arena of their divinity, and this is important because because that divinity is coherent. That divinity now functions like a laser. It functions in a very coherent, precise, direct fashion. As as we also, in our humanity, are, are 
building coherence through the multiple realities of physicality, of humanity, we are also kind of creating a bit of a laser effect, a bit of a um, a precision. And what I'm noticing is the combination of the two is allowing some of these children to be very precise in their ability to filter their divine experience, if you will, into the human experience, to to move into their human experience, to their, yeah, into their humanity, into their human experience in a very laser-like, precise, focused way. Also allowing for those parents or professionals or individuals who experience children doing this, also giving those individuals the capacity to be accepting of this significant change, being accepting and available to receive the um, the significant and sometimes profound changes that can occur because of this. Um, I hope this is making sense. It's, what I'm noticing as well is the 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 broader this awareness becomes the the that the more vast the expression of energy the more challenging it is to really have words to to make it real enough to hold on to. So the experience of it will definitely be real enough to hold on to. The words will always have a tendency to fall short of what's really going on here. So I'm hoping that I'm conveying it um, in a way that, that makes sense. And if nothing else, if the words don't make sense, hopefully there's a resonance in the body Hopefully there's a a feeling sensation that goes with this the the level of change, the the level of profound significant change. Children are beginning to really experience from their vantage point and that we are beginning to really coherently experience from our vantage point. And again, these vantage points in so many ways are not separate. They are so interwoven. They are so entangled. The the growth and the connection and the awareness of each individual within this human condition is intricately woven with the collective consciousness of the children and their ability to be here. Um, you know, we've talked about that in, in a variety of ways on these episodes before. It's just that now there's a very thin line, a very thin veil between their reality and ours. And a lot of that comes from the fact that 
we've been awakening and poking into, if you will, metaphorically, our divinity as they have been working toward poking into the that veil of separation into humanity, into human consciousness, into human experience. So it's it's an interesting visual to watch this being this energy moving from both directions. And the meeting in the middle, you know, we've talked about meeting in the space in between. The meeting in the middle, um, in and of itself, is a pretty profound awakening. For those of you who have had meetings in the middle already, maybe in smaller incremental ways, where you've had a connection with a child or your child, or you've heard the consciousness of your child or you've noticed a pattern within yourself that the moment that you noticed it kind of shifted you noticed you've you've had experiences of the level of change that that meeting in the middle can create this meeting in the middle that I'm describing today it's simply that on a much broader scale, bigger scale, bigger change. So as we move into the energy work today, we'll see where this collective consciousness is taking us and where the, the, the children would like to support us in this process. But working very specifically within the psychology, physiology, and neurology to allow, to accept the change that our divinity or that aspect of us is bringing us to create a space or a vantage point that allows us to not only receive that level of change and benefit from that level of change, but really see how it benefits, how it physically manifests for the children as a benefit. So let's see where we go today. All right. So if everybody would get comfortable and... We will go right into this. So allow yourself to be comfortable and allow yourself to begin to breathe into the heart state. And as you breathe into the heart state, Let's use this breathing into the heart space to literally clear your space. So breathe your divinity. Breathe your higher aspects of self right into the center of the heart. 
And as you exhale that energy from the heart, allow it to be a a clearing. Allow it to be a movement of energy. Away from the heart. It's like you're almost creating a radiance or a broadcast. So into the heart comes your divinity, your radiance. Out from the heart goes that radiance through the physiology, the psychology, and the neurology that make up your human experience. But you're informing the physiology, psychology, and neurology that you will allow the change, you'll allow yourself to be the radiance that the whole universe is trying to move you to right now. You'll allow yourself to reflect that back to the children so that they can then intensify and mirror that energy back to you. Okay. So we're going to call in the collective consciousness of the children and call them in nice and close. As they come very close because they can, as there's a very thin veil between that level of consciousness and the collective human consciousness, Just notice how that feels in your own heart. Noticing how it feels in your own heart. And breathe into your heart and out through your neurology, psychology, and physiology. Beautiful. All right, so let's go right into neurology first. So if I was to ask you to simply put your attention in your neurology, whatever that means to you. And again, we're going to ask the collective consciousness of the children to come really close. And in many ways, for many of you, It's like watching the collective consciousness of the children literally kind of drop into your neurology. It's almost like there's a there was a very thin membrane or or veil. This this energy is pulling right down into your neurology. And for some of you, that veil is actually ripping. For some of you, that energy is the collective consciousness of the children and their neurology or their patterning of neurology is interfacing with yours. And so just notice how the mind is reacting. Just notice the thoughts that arise or don't. 
And if I ask you to put your attention again on the neurology, how does that feel? How does that space feel? Is it restricted or is it vast? Is it limited or is it expansive? And all the noise around how it should be or what it should feel like, we're going to collect all of that up in the sphere of your source consciousness. All the rights and the wrongs that just came up just because I asked, is it constricted or is it vast? Is it limited or is it expanded? All of that energy will collect up in that sphere and will drift that through the vastness of your being back to source. And again, letting the collective consciousness of the children come a little bit closer And noticing how the neurology feels now. So some of you almost want to open your eyes if you have them closed. Because the neurology shifts into a different, getting rid of some of that noise. So if you can, just keep your eyes closed. There you go. Deep inhale into the neurology and exhale radiance throughout it. Okay. Just opening opening to receive that the changes that are taking place for you every way a benefit to you, to the collective consciousness of the children and to human consciousness, to humanity's consciousness. Because that's what you intend. Here we go. And so now if you'd move your attention into your psychology, whatever that means for you, your psychology... and asking the collective consciousness of the children to come in nice and close. And noticing how you feel as they do, noticing what your emotional body does or doesn't do as they come in nice and close. It's like receiving their consciousness, receiving your next level of consciousness. Receiving them is receiving you.
There you go. So breathing into that psychology and breathing out a radiance, breathing into your emotional body or your feeling state and breathing out a radiance. All of these levels, not defining the level, but all intertwined within the level of psychology or within the aspect, I guess, the better way to say of psychology. So how does your psychology feel? Are you safe and relaxed? Are you stressed and confused, settled? Are you noisy in your energy? And everything that would make one of those right and one of those wrong Everything that would polarize you within your psychology. Let's go ahead and collect up all of that energy in a sphere of source consciousness. Every single bit of it. Even the bit that you would rather not give up because you might actually really change. Let it all go into that sphere of source and then drift that back to the vastness of your being to source. Beautiful. And now let's go right into the physiology. So right into the physiology. So so coconut. Se que economio eta kiokumata i eti. Se se samata kiokum. So moving right into your physiology. So an interesting phenomenon going on right now as we get to the physiology. There is a there is an energy of um Rebuttal, I guess I would say, and that energy of rebuttal is not not necessarily coming directly from you, but coming from a more collective energy. I mean, change is change. 
when when we change to be more of who we really are and we choose to change to be more of who we really are we change to to um, accept a new level of our own consciousness that creates change in our physical world the vast majority of individuals in that world it, it, it creates a it creates a rebuttal because it, it creates a ripple effect. It creates a, a change. And we see this all the time. You know, if one person stands up and demonstrates themselves at another level of business, it kind of not only suggests to others that it's possible, but it also kind of unconsciously pulls on them um, and so there's a little bit of rebuttal um, just going on as we get to the physiology so we're going to hold on all the noise at that hold on, hold on a second let me figure this one out for just a second so yeah distraction noise always so, calling in a sphere of source consciousness and collecting up all the noise is would be a distraction from your own embodiment of this consciousness your own embodiment of higher aspects of yourself. It's almost like you're saying that you appreciate the fact that the rest of humanity may not want to make this choice, but you're going to remove the distractions and the noise that would prevent you from doing it. Okay, so collecting all of that noise and distraction up in the sphere of source and drifting that back to source through the vastness of your being. And you'll notice in your physiology that there will be a tingling or a lightness. It's like your radiance just naturally increased. You have more space for this change, more space for this transformation, if you will. So within this space, let's ask the collective consciousness of the children to come really close. Really close. I was playing with this energy last night and literally felt as if I got kissed on the forehead, physically kissed on the forehead, nice and close. Energy feels nice and close. Allow it to be breathed right into your physiology. 
And as you exhale, allow it to move out in a radiance throughout the physiology. And just informing it. Informing it that you're allowing, that you're receiving. There you go. And just notice your physiology. Is there a lightness? Some of you with your eyes closed, it might feel like there's not a physiology. So just notice that. For some of you, the physiology might be acting up. You might be noticing something within your physiology. Maybe a recurrent theme or issue. And so anything that would make any of those experiences better or worse, right or wrong, will collect up all of that energy in a sphere of source consciousness and drift it through the vastness of your being back to source. And again, allowing the the collective consciousness of the children to come very close, maybe even slip into the physiology. Just breathing into it and radiating it out. And notice if you feel grounded or not. And if the answer is not, then just allow yourself to drop a grounding cord or to feel your feet on the floor or your body on the bed or wherever you're lying down. Really feel yourself here. Really sense yourself here. Really know yourself here, but from a much broader perspective. And one more time through the physiology, psychology, and neurology, drawing the collective consciousness of the children in, through, and around those spaces, those places, those templates. almost as if there is no separation between that level of consciousness and your level of consciousness from that level of experience and your experience. Beautiful. 
So from this vantage point, just kick up that radiance just a little bit more so that the noise of the outer world, the noise of that are more than grateful to have you make this change first will not be distracting to your enjoyment of what you've created for yourself. So let's go ahead and draw that radiance in. Feel that radiance in your physiology, psychology, and neurology radiated out through those aspects of self. Any remaining veils, either within your humanity or your divinity, that are no longer necessary for your particular process, for your particular awakening or awareness, Those up within a sphere of source consciousness as grace. The grace. We can't figure out how to do this. And allow it to drift through the vastness of your being back to source. One last deep inhale and exhale. Beautiful. So if you've drifted a bit during this experience, just allow yourself to be right here, right now. And as you bring yourself right here, right now, begin to move your body with your breath. Breathing in through and around the arms and the legs, in through and around the trunk and the head, going ahead and allowing that breath to move in through and around, out the fingertips, the toes, the top of the head, and then three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on the third exhale, breathe your eyes open. There you go. Breathing your eyes open.
Beautiful. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You've not chosen an easy role, but you've chosen a role that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but a deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at gzmiller.com. There you'll find articles, videos, books, and details on upcoming processes. Available on the website now is a wonderful parenting course, Conscious Parent Challenging Children, hosted by the Level 3 Certified Practitioners. This course is an empowering way to support you as you consciously raise your energetically sensitive child. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time is Miriam Knight with a new Consciousness Review. Miriam will host Spiritual Pioneer James Bond Prague in a discussion demonstrating that life after physical death does indeed exist. Thank you again for joining me, and until next time on Pure Presence, many, many blessings. and inspiration for our evolving consciousness.